You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Very serious. The Mandatory Samson Podcast coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs in New York City. As always, my name is Chris Flannery and I'm joined by one of my oldest and closest friends in the world, Joseph Noe. Hi guys. Oh, and one of my newest and closest friends, Andrew Genelosi. We're also being produced by our man Evan over there. Thank you for being here, buddy. We appreciate it. Welcome to the program. I showed up at the studio today and i told the guys i am extremely excited about what we have on tap today nice. we have a bunch of great topics that we can get to every one of them gold one better than the other we are going to get into the levi pettit apology video the osu sea whatever oh, uh bus chanter he apologized and it's a terrific video we're going to get into that later in the program we're also going to get into the trial of those two girls in wisconsin that uh, tried to kill their friend because of Slenderman. This is something that Andy really wanted to Oh, get my into. God, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I had no idea about, like, Slenderman or anything, because that's, like, a newer urban legend, no, That's been I guess. around a couple of years now, though. Yeah, but not when we were young. Oh, yeah, sure. no, it's like a brand-new internet meme type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. The part awesome. of that issue is that they're discussing whether they're going to try those kids as adults, and they're, like, 12 and 13 years old. Oh. So. Yeah, I say fry them. <laughs> we will get into that later in the program we're also going to touch on a little bit of an update the death penalty in oklahoma and utah we have an update on that situation we are also uh my new i'm so excited that the campaign season has already begun for the 2016 presidential election we're gonna go after our man ted cruz ted. who is the first uh, republican to announce his candidacy he said some crazy shit this week and we're gonna discuss no. that yeah i know it's hard to believe it's but too ted soon well, no, it's not too soon, and we're gonna. <laughs> it's great because he's out there twisting in the wind. There's nobody else out there, so let's focus in on Ted Cruz. But first, a really interesting topic that uh, I found this week that I think is what I'm, I'm all out of sorts. Here. Oh, and he's just Every, adjusting yeah. all his shit. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, Polar Seltzer, Orange Vanilla, the tried and true that I always go to. I love it. Thank you very much, and we'd appreciate your support sometime in the future. All right. First, I want to get into. Israel mm -hmm. spied on the United States and Iran's nuclear talks. Oh. Which seems like, yeah, seems like kind of a big deal. Um, shortly after the talks began last year, the U.S. Uh, realized that Israel was spying on them. <laughs> and that didn't really bother the United States, apparently, because they expect that Israel would have been spying on them, which is interesting. We can get into that in a minute. Um, and it was th this whole spying thing was part of Netanyahu's plan to derail the oh, nuclear good. talks. He was spying on the talks and then using the information he got from those talks to lobby the Republicans in Congress to make the speech and then kind of try to derail the agreement, which is the old reach around. Yeah, he yeah. was pulling the old foreign policy reach around. That's what we call it. Um, the <laughs> oh yeah by the way joe i wanted to mention yes. we're, we're gonna try to be more diligent about getting quotes from the show to like title the episodes yes so we choose you 
Yeah, you just try to write stuff down. Oh my God, you know what I just realized? The internet's down today because of Time Warner Cable being absolutely atrocious. Yeah, that bad. Uh, it's so bad, it's just like drizzling in New York, so the internet's down. So I can't even get my notes on here. I'm going to have to go on my phone. Oh. Yeah. God I, damn it. I'm doing the old hotspot thing. Oh, can moment. I connect to your hotspot? Yeah, I guess. You you have to let me, otherwise I'm not going to be able to do anything. How do I, I don't know if I know what my password is for it. Hold You're going to have to write it down. Because I gotta get it. Sorry, everybody listening. This is extremely embarrassing. I didn't even Joey, think about talk it. about something. Yeah, Joey, okay. get it, get it some. Well, actually, you know what? Yeah, I forgot because we did a little rundown before the show. Yeah, we did. We wanted to get into one thing kind of quickly before we got into the rest of the topics. What is that thing that we talked the about? The one thing was about the German gentleman who crashed the uh, German flight recently, ninety-five twenty-five. Uh, co-pilot Andres Lubitz, I guess is how you pronounce the name. I, I can't probably speak not. German. But go ahead. So apparently during the flight, he found himself alone in the cockpit yep. after the pilot left. Apparently the pilot went to go take a piss and he decided to crash the airplane into the French Alps. Uh, yeah. What do you, what do you, this is the thing. Like I, I, Joey brought it and I was like, yeah, we can get into that. I don't want to get too far into it because it's a lot of speculation right now. And obviously more mm. stuff's going to come out over the week. So we'll probably get into it on the next episode. But what do you, I mean, if you had to, what, what do you think about this whole situation? You think, obviously they're saying it was deliberate. Uh, I think it was delivered too. I feel bad for the pilot that took a piss because that was must have been the worst piss of his life to come back, find out the door's locked, and you, you can't do your job. Yeah, and um, they're saying like everybody thinks it was deliberate anyway, but I guess um, cockpit doors have three settings, which is unlocked, normal, and then locked. Okay. And normal apparently is when it is locked, but there's a keypad on the door. So the pilot who knows it can get into the cockpit still. Oh. And you see, like, I guess they do the locked thing for, like, terrorism situations or whatever. So if, even if they have a hostage who knows the code, they can't make him give it up because the door would still be locked. Right. That's why oh. I assume they have it. Anyway, they're saying, you know, it would obviously just be on uh, normal, but the guy obviously deliberately switched it over to locked so the pilot couldn't get in and he could crash the plane which is yeah scary, but. it's gonna be interesting to see what because obviously people guess terrorism but it could just be this guy's a nut who, who the hell knows yeah he was only 28 which was weird he right was a young guy who did it and um yeah they said they don't they they really don't know anything about it it obviously just happened on tuesday and to but. the uh, other thing that makes a team more deliberate is the fact that this gentleman had 630 hours of practice Meaning he knew what he was doing. Oh, they in, said in he that could, cockpit. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, he could have flown that plane by himself. So, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was that level of experience and skill. So right. So it seems obviously like probably not an accident. Those yeah. Yeah. yeah he no. wasn't on any like watch list. Any terrorism watch list wasn't. Uh, they said they didn't like immediately like know his religion either. So right. Like obviously, you know, people who knew him, other pilots. If religions never come up in conversation, then. You don't assume he's a right. It's probably not a thing, kind. right? Well, if you yeah. don't see him like bowing down in the aisle every exactly, six yeah. hours or whatever, yeah. Well, yeah, or doing the rosary. Not, I'm not speculating that it has anything to do with uh, <laughs> being Muslim. That's fine. Um, all right. Well, so anyways, that's something we're going to keep our eye on. Obviously, more yeah. of that is going to come out in the next couple of weeks. Going back to this Israel thing, uh, here's a quote from a senior U.S. official about it. Two quotes actually. He goes, "It is one thing for the U.S. and Israel to spy on each other." Okay, yeah, that's what I wrote in my notes. I wrote, what, question mark? Like, why? Because me and Andy talked about this a little bit this week when we were here. What? Why is there an an expectation, an understanding that 
we're going to spy on our ironclad ally and vice versa. Like what? I don't understand what the relationship is then between the U.S. and Israel if this spying is just going to take place and everybody knows it. Nobody cares about it. It's an open relationship, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like very. We're allowed to like fuck around and like and it's just okay we both get it yeah well, just right. don't get caught I guess. and israel's yeah. jealous about what we're doing with iran right now but that, I that guess so that's actually the perfect metaphor yeah for it. um yeah it's very weird and like it's i was reading that it you know people are starting to question the relationship that the u.s has with israel as we should yeah i don't think at any point uh i'm not advocating for us to not be allies with israel or that israel isn't important to our middle east strategy they are the problem is when you get a guy like Netanyahu is in there for mostly political gain. He mm-hmm. wants to be in power and clearly is not going to trust anything that's going on with the Iran deal. That's dangerous. So it, it's not that, that Israel is not a good partner. It's that this guy might be a problem when it comes to negotiations and, and things like this. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to do everything in his power to derail or to avert any change. Right. And he's, in fact, using the secret talks, the, the spying on the secret talks to do that, yeah. which is... It, it's really a uh, uh, it's it's a sign that that government and and democracy just isn't working. Like yeah. he's going to try to re- go, like we said, reach around the president and go to the Republicans and try and try to derail this. It's really mm-hmm. scary. What's interesting is that the U.S. helped Israel build a program to spy on Iran, which they are now using to, to spy, spy on, on the us. deals because Iran is involved in the thing. Let me finish this quote. He goes, it's one thing for us to spy on each other. It is another thing for Israel to steal U.S. secrets and play them back to U.S. U.S. legislators to undermine U.S. diplomacy. If you're wondering whether something serious has shifted here, the answer is yes. These things leave scars. So for all Netanyahu's bluster about that he wants to go after Iran and that he's definitely partnered with, with the U S he's hurting that, you know, that's hurting. If you're worried that Iran's going to get a nuclear bomb and then try to destroy Israel, which I guess is like a semi valid concern because that's something that they've said in Iran, but I think it's more political than what they're actually trying to do. Mm. This is, this is hurting it just as much. And people should be very wary of Netanyahu having control over there. Yeah, man. Because the guy's obviously a bit of a loose cannon. See, the the one thing I don't understand about all this is if everyone knows that you're trying to have a deal and yeah. it's supposed to be a public deal, why is anyone playing Spygate? Well, it's not supposed to be a public deal yet. It's oh, closed door oh, negotiations. Closed to, oh, okay, I got and you. Then the United, and that's the thing. People that are... Yeah, that's the big kicker here. ...ardent supporters of, of Israel, fine. But be if you're in the United States, you have to be a more ardent supporter of the United States. If the United States is operating in a secret you know, a closed door environment with Iran and they're trying yeah. to get this deal done. You have to support the United States before you start supporting Israel. Yeah. They're sure. an yeah. ally. They're not us, you know? And and that's that's a big thing. I've read some bits of the deal. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get into it right now. But it seems like it, it would probably be a, a decent deal. And and the whole time Netanyahu has been saying, oh, no, uh, it's no good. Tom Cotton, that idiot, and the other ones that sent the letter to the Ayatollah yeah. saying they don't get America. Like, mm. they're not privy to it. Unless they're spying on it and then they're twisting what is happening and trying to sway public oh, opinion. Oh, wouldn't that be interesting if they had the same access? Ooh. Well, that's kind of the point. That's yeah. the thing. He used the information that he got through the spying to lobby the Republicans in Congress. Uh, this idiot Tom Cotton is probably, you know, involved yeah. in that. Yeah, he's getting getting the old HJ from Netanyahu. Um, <laughs> I just want to read now to Israel's defense or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. 
I got to stop saying that. Last episode was brutal. I said whatever you want to call it like a hundred times. Oh, it's your new, uh, what was your old one? Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, it is my new, here's the thing. I'm going to try to stop saying it. The prime minister's office responded to this and he goes, these allegations are utterly false. The state of Israel does not conduct espionage against the United States or Israel's other allies. The false allegations are clearly intended to undermine the strong ties between the United States and Israel and the security intelligence relationship we share, except for the fact that the U.S. totally acknowledges that this happens all the time. And that's completely a lie. Like, clearly we're... And who's undermining it? Israel's undermining it by doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absurd. Meanwhile, the article was in the Wall Street Journal, which isn't exactly (laughs) a liberal (laughs) rag, you know? That's great. All right. So anyway, so... I found that interesting and surprising that it's sort of a well-known thing that this happens. And I got a question that it shouldn't be happening, you know, like also the other thing that comes to my mind when I think about it too, is if everybody knows this is happening and you happen to get a politician or someone in Israel who could easily give that information to another state, that could be a huge issue. Yeah. Yes. The, the thing is Israel is not, it's in Israel's best interest always to have a good relationship with the United yes. States, though, because without the United States, then they're just a sitting duck in yeah. the Middle East, you know? Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's not really in the United States. It is to an extent because that at least we have a Democratic partner in yeah. the Middle East. But as far as that benefiting the United States, it doesn't really benefit us because we're sending billions of dollars to them. Right. They Israel doesn't get involved when we're trying to get ISIS out of Iraq. They're, they're not involved in that. They're trying to derail peace in Iran. So wh- how is it benefiting us? We're losing money and they're undermining our diplomacy and not helping us militarily. So Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good trade-off. No, it's a bad relationship for them and for them to be doing, or a good relationship for them, right. you know, um, worse for us. But I don't know, if we pull out, that's going to be, there's, they're going to have a lot of problems. Absolutely, and yeah we would gain a lot. Hmm. So We would gain a lot of problems, you're saying? No, we would gain a lot of our money back and a yes. lot of all those other things. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, because if Israel ever actually does have to go to war with somebody, um, we're in that war. Yeah, There's right. no question no, about it. We're in no that war. About it, and so. that's the thing. That's what's frustrating. They're trying to undermine the Iran deal. Iran is supposedly, according to Israel, their biggest threat. Yeah. So let us handle it. And try to get a deal done so they don't get a nuclear weapon. Right. Yeah. I just don't see what this helps. It does. not doing that. Like, it just doesn't. It's a political move. I mean, well, he's trying to, you know. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a very, very strange situation. We'll keep our eye on that. Yeah, the Iran yeah. deal, I guess, is going to be, you know, details are going to be coming out soon. I, like I mentioned, I've read some, but I don't really feel like getting into it because it's not, you know, totally out there yet. But, yeah. okay. So, I thought that was interesting. Now, like I mentioned, I'm very excited that presidential campaigns have begun the the season is upon us uh our buddy ted cruz announced that he is officially running for president i wanted to say uh one of our listeners online uh, always tweeting at us joe pierce Mm -hmm. underscore joe underscore pierce he he uh commented or he tweeted us saying that he thought that we said that ted cruz wasn't gonna run i don't think we said that i think what we said was he's gonna run he can't win yeah if we did say that that was an you know i didn't mean to do that but what the hell was that? I don't know. Oh, my God. I think Israel's spying on what we're doing <laughs> here. This is so creepy. Jesus. Um, anyway, so Ted Cruz announced that he's running for president. I brought the uh, a clip of him performing at um, Liberty University in Virginia where he gave the address. Okay. To, and it's a very uh, religious school. 
um, and I have the address. So let's just watch Ted Cruz announce that he's running for president. We'll get into that. And then he also uh. made some interesting comments about climate change. And then even better, I have a clip of him on the CBS uh, morning news mm-hmm. where he makes a comment about 9-11 and country music. And, and uh. it'll, we can also kind of criticize the way that the media handles people that are supposedly going to be the most powerful person in the world. It's, it's kind of yeah. embarrassing. Okay. So this is Ted Cruz running for president. Then we'll get into the rest of it. Announcing that he's running for president. Excuse me. And here we go. I want to talk to you this morning about reigniting the promise of America. Imagine in 2017 a new president signing legislation repealing every word of Obamacare. Imagine a president who stands. I have Obamacare. It's good. Unapologetically with the nation of Israel. Imagine- Which I love that too. Like stands unapologetically with Israel. So aren't you like this rah rah America guy? Doesn't it bother you that Israel spying on us and trying to undermine our diplomacy? Wouldn't that be a problem? You no, think that's no, okay? No, no okay. he can say things without uh, really caring about what it means. Yeah, truly. And <laughs> and here we go to that point. Imagine a president who says we will stand up and defeat radical Islamic terrorism. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in the power of millions of courageous conservatives rising up to reignite the promise of America. And that is why today I am announcing that I'm running for President of the United States. Now, if you watch the video, I found this video on The Guardian. They don't, the, the crowd does not stand up in like an ovation uproar. There's people. No, about 200 people. Yeah, people are clapping up. and then some of them slowly stand up. But They're standing up because everybody else is exactly, standing up. Exactly, yes. And weren't these the same students who were forced to go to this? Well, oh, they were. What? Yes, they were. But I actually read about that. That was a little misleading. Okay. If they didn't, they, they would have to pay a fine if they didn't attend. <laughs> But that's was it exactly what happens in any time somebody's speaking. It's like a ten dollar fine, oh. which is weird. But that's that's standard protocol. So it's at not like that tech school at that school. Yeah. Okay. Right. So okay. So that's but that is true. I mean, they pack the room because people are required to be there unless they want to pay ten dollars. So, right. Okay. So okay. just it's again, it's not as bad as you thought it was. But that's still kind of bad. Of course, right? Because that room probably wouldn't have been filled if they no, didn't have No, and, the, and you know, you're in there anyway, so you might as well clap and stand. That's why everybody's standing so slowly. It was. Uh, it seemed like a very fake. Exactly. Well, so anyway, so, this, so there's Ted Cruz. He also said our rights don't come from man. They come from God Almighty, which uh. is fine if you're going to imply in that statement that people are going to get more rights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like health but, but he's going to try to take away gay marriage and abortion rights and all this stuff like in that because all the God is, yeah, all the ones that <laughs> make a difference. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that, so that's that deal. I wanted to say this because this is interesting too. Ted Cruz was born in Canada. Yeah. What about that? Wait, he's born in Canada, Alberta. Is that right? Yep. Calgary. He is considered, Oh, the Calgary flames looking to make a little playoff charge in the NHL. We'll see what happens. Johnny Gujo, Johnny hockey. Uh, he's considered a natural born citizen because his mom lived in the U S for more than 10 years and was herself a citizen. And now he has, he has renounced his Canadian citizenship. Oh, do you have a clip of that? He took the flag and he pissed on it and then he burned a whole thing of maple syrup. And then now he's, you know, he used the oil to, to burn the flag. So yeah, man. He's renounced his Canadian citizenship. And his dad's Cuban, huh? 
Yes. He'd be the so first he's Hispanic the first, president. Yeah, Hispanic yeah. president. Yeah. Huh. Would be. As would Marco Rubio, but that's uh, definitely not going to happen either. Rubio. What a silly goon he is. Uh, all right. So Ted Cruz announces that. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that announcement, or do you want to move on to the climate change thing they said because it's bananas? Climate change. Okay. Ted Cruz, see, and this is what's fascinating because now he's out there. And oh, By the way, I found the video of this, but it was going to take hours to download. So oh, yeah. I just, I, I wrote the quote down. It's smart to be the first guy out, but it's also a, a risk to be the first guy out because the attention's all going to be focused on you. Mm-hmm. Everybody else can quiet up until they actually announce it closer to when the election would be. So this guy's got all his shit out there and people are probably going to debunk it pretty quickly. Yeah. So this is a quote that Ted Cruz uh, had about climate change and he goes and this was with the texas tribune or something oh this, this is the galileo yeah he goes on the climate on the global warming alarmists anyone who actually points to the evidence that disproves their apocalyptical claims they don't engage in reasoned debate what do they do they scream you're a denier they brand you a heretic Today, the global warming alarmists are the equivalent of the flat earthers. It used to be accepted scientific wisdom that the earth is flat and the heretic named Galileo was branded a denier. To this, I say, you know who was against Galileo? The religious authorities and their followers. That's the only reason that you're against it today, sir. You want people that believe that God is going to take care of us to follow you, and that's why you're saying it. Galileo, oh, point. Th- it's just that m- he's using the religious people to his advantage the same way the religious authorities wanted to say that God ran everything and the earth is flat and that's the yeah. reality. No, they were wrong, and so are you. It's just a religious argument against it. The, the facts do not back up what Ted Cruz is saying. He continues, I'm a big believer that we should follow the science, yeah, and follow the evidence. If you look at global warming alarmists, they don't look... Uh, they don't like to look at the actual facts and the data. The satellite data demonstrate that there has been no significant warming whatsoever for 17 years. Now, that's a real problem for global warming alarmists because all those computer models on which this whole issue is based predicted significant warning, and yet the satellite data don't show it ain't happening. Well, Uh I'm not going to debunk that whole thing. Go watch the Vice episode season uh, two or whatever, whatever season they're on, the first episode that they did, where they're in Antarctica and they're showing satellite image and they're measuring the ice and it is clearly melting. So go fuck yourself. You're wrong. The data does back it up and you're just being a silly, silly goose. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so frustrating that the first guy out the gate is like, God's going to take care of us. Again, same thing with Jim Inhofe, who, by the way, BP donated $10,000 to him. That's convenient. That's weird. That's weird that the oil company is supporting the guy that is against global warming. Oh, are you being sarcastic? I, you know what? I am. I am being a little <laughs> sarcastic. You're right. Uh, yeah, good job sensing, <laughs> sensing that tone. <laughs> I'm fun. very proud of you. Um, all right. So that's that. This is what I really wanted to get to on, on the Ted Cruz thing, because mm-hmm. this is shit that we basically knew was going to happen. We, we knew he was going to say the stuff that he's already saying. This is ridiculous. This is a clip of him on the CBS Morning News. Mm. And I think it's Gail King is the host. I don't know who I don't recognize her, but I think it's Gail King. Oprah's body. Okay. She hosts it. I guess they did like a little profile on Ted Cruz and he was there and they were interviewing him. Let's watch the interview, but just pay attention to how absurd, like we've talked about. The questions are? Yeah, the questions. Yeah, I bet. Just the softball shit, stuff that doesn't make a difference as to whether this guy's gonna be able to run the world. Do you like freedom? Yeah, that's exactly right. Like we said last oh week, God, right? No. Oh, we got a tweet from American uh, Sniper 99, and he, <laughs> he wants to know how Ted Cruz feels about liberty. It'd uh, be American Sniper 69, to be 69, fair. yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so this, so this is the clip, and it's ridiculous, and we can talk about that. One more thing, because I see headlines where people say, who is Ted Cruz? 
So this is what I'd like to know. What kind of music do you listen to? If I came <laughs> oh my God, you have to be kidding me. <laughs> Seriously? What kind of music do you listen to? That is going to be crucial uh, in determining whether this guy can like keep the economy Not a thing going. about it. No, 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 but it's always these... It's always these kind of questions. Like, you know how they branded uh, Obama or Bush? Like, they were always, like, the the president you would want to drink a beer yeah. with. Well, that's yeah. the true, president I would. you would want to be friends with. Like, he's he's the man of the people. He's cool. Like, right. he's just like you. Vote for him. That's It's always the same shit. Oh, it's always the same shit, but it's just infuriating because it's starting God, so yeah. early this year. Yeah, well, that's... But that just shows you how little that generation still thinks of our generation. And it, yes. it's, yes. it's valid for the most part, but it's like, look, this guy's cool. You could follow him on, on Instagram or Twitter and he'll <laughs> right. like, he'll do cool shit like celebrities do. Like it's, Mm, right well but that's what it is it's a celebrity it's making politicians celebrities right but kids the sad thing is is a lot of people in our generation won't open their fucking eyes they'll just watch this and be like oh okay that's cool like you know how many people probably voted for obama that had no idea uh, even a thing about his political stance absolutely but that's but that's and that's the thing that's why when people on the right complain like well they're just blindly following him you're right if you voted for Obama and you paid attention to what he said, you would be disappointed by him like I am. Yes. <laughs> That's the reality. You yeah. should be disappointed by what the guy's done. But and again, but I feel like a lot of people didn't start complaining until that was like a more popular opinion of Absolutely. Obama let us down. So like I don't know, man. I think about this a lot. Like our generation needs to step up and open their fucking eyes and realize that if we don't start making changes now, like this country is going to be fucked even 10 times worse than it already is. No doubt about it. So and and I, that's my one like plea to the people is like, let's, you know. No, you're right. And continue to listen to the Mandatory Sam's podcast. Yeah, exactly. We're going to break down all this shit because the information is out there. That's the yes. reality. The information is there if you want to be informed and you want to pay attention to what these people are actually saying as opposed to the the polished image that shows up on CBS at nine in the morning to sell Kias and, you know, whatever bullshit. Yep. The, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. And the, and the other thing about it is that legislation needs to be passed. Like we've talked about yep. money and politics, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. NSA spying, all that shit. It's not going to be fixed by voting for the president. It's going to be fixed by petitioning, by protesting, by electing local leaders that can actually rise up yep. and, and make a difference. But until that happens, Nothing's going to happen. So Flannery le- Genelosi, uh, Noe, 2017. Oh, my God. No, Joey, no, no, no. Joey's going to be this, We're going to make Joey the Secretary of State or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, let's finish this interview because it's just uh, wonderful. Right. Over on a Saturday night, what are we doing? What are you watching on TV? <laughs> what do you do for fun? Uh, on TV, I just finished watching the third season of House of Cards. Okay. Good answer. Good taste in TV shows. I, you know, fortunately, okay. there are fewer really murders in, 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 in politics and in real life. Probably. He probably thinks he is Frank Underwood. Oh, oh. I'm going to become the president. <laughs> What's your music? You know, uh, music is interesting. I grew up listening to classic rock, and I, I'll tell you sort of an odd story. My, my music... T- this, this story. I don't think it would be. It's incredibly well placed, <laughs> believe it or not. It's changed on 9-11. And, and it's a very strange... Okay, I- now, I, I know I keep pausing. My dad, complain- if he listens to it, he's like, oh, you fucking pausing it too much. Shut up, Pat. Um, when he mentions 9-11, you see the tone change. Uh, goes, it has to change. Goes, mm. And the other one stops smiling. They're like, yes, let's be yeah, reverential. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. Yeah. Oh, you said it. I actually intellectually find this very curious, but on 9-11, I didn't like how rock music responded. 
and country music collectively. What, the you got something to say, Joey? What's the matter? He doesn't like how Shinedown handled 9-11. <laughs> oh, my 9/11. God. <laughs> because you know that was his classic rock was Shinedown. Hey, Absolutely. you leave Shinedown alone. They did a wonderful cover of Simple Man. Yes, they did. Fantastic cover. But That's, Play uh, the clip. Oh, I thought you had something to say. You no, just, I, it's just... Um, that was just your your flabbergasted yeah, angry it's, face. It, it's just like what a, every group was supposed to come and represent this horrible tragedy. It's what yeah. rap music didn't respond. Dude, Bruce Springsteen was rocking to nine eleven. Yeah, he's yeah. classic rock, yeah. right? Yeah. They they responded. It resonated with me, and I have to say, it just as a gut level. I, I had an emotional reaction that says these oh, are my people. And uh, so every, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking my he, dad's gonna be furious. I, I know that. My dad doesn't listen to the show because of you. <laughs> no! <laughs> I swear to God, he listened to like the first two, and now my mom listens. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, your dad should get back in. This is gonna be good. See, I think he chose country music because most Americans listen to country music. You think so? You, did yes. you think that that's part of the base of people that would probably vote for Ted Cruz? Yes. Yeah. Listen to country music. Yes. I, I would say so too. So I, I think he's doing. Uh, he's trying to do what he can. Yeah, but okay. All right. Maybe okay. We'll look at their but song. I thought we were all understanding <laughs> yeah, that we, from the beginning. Yeah, we no, got that, Joe. That's how we set this whole thing up. Since 2001, I listened to country music, but I'm an odd country music fan because I I'm didn't Canadian. listen to it prior to 2001. No, I, I hear you on country music. And the final sentence. No, you don't, Gail King. You do not. Hold, you have so little. Uh, never mind. I, I'm not going to. Sorry, Evan. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. You're going to say because Gail King's black. There's probably very small chance that she's listening to country music. No, that's no. What were you going to say? Well, then now you got to now you got to clean that. OK, statement well, up. no, I, I was going to say just because of the show she's on, she probably has so little support left in the black community that <laughs> you can't lose right. them completely with a statement like that. Right. Well, she's hoping that the I apologize Underwood... for saying that it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> she's hoping the Carrie Underwood folks will uh, jump on board here. Maybe. Final sentence. You should be elected president because just one sentence. Oh, God. Because I'll tell the truth okay. and I'll do what I said I would do. All right. We shall see, Senator Cruz. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, I love. I also love that too, where it's like, yes, the 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 um, political debate in America is sum up your shit in one sentence. Yep. Hey, that's impossible. Meanwhile, this is the same generation that'll criticize my generation for being on Twitter and be like, how could they possibly express themselves? Guess what? We can express ourselves pretty well on Twitter and have a decent debate. Not watching this idiot sum up his whole life in one sentence. Like, I'm going to be honest. Okay. And thanks. And I'm going to do what I said I would do. Yeah. Good. Okay. Great. That's that's a fucking given, asshole. That's what you should be doing. That shouldn't be something you're no. proud of. No. That's, but, but it is, as a president. That's a base. That's something to, that, that is so sad that that's something that is like trying to get you support. Yeah. I'm not going to fuck you over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. Don't worry about it. Uh, Joey, any uh, little wrap up on this? Yeah, it's like this guy just announced he was going to be president. You have an opportunity to go over policy or anything whatsoever, and all you get is, I like country music. Well, all the policy on the right is undoing liberal policy. It's undoing Obamacare. Know, it's, it's undoing just... gay marriage. And it's... a lot of those are good ideas. Not not those two, but... What do you mean? Nothing. Oh, you're, just, you're just being a ball breaker. Kind of. Unbelievable. All right. Well, anyway, so we're going to keep our eye on Ted Cruz. Hopefully some other uh, goons will jump into this uh, race and we'll, we'll get yeah. to see what they have to say about things. But for now, it's just pressures on Ted Cruz to. Um, so, th so then right now he's effectively the only person running for president. Named. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I guess Jeb Jeb Bush hasn't officially announced. No, he's but like he's gone in. through the motions. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. But he's not. He's smart. He's not being. Yeah, he's, he's gonna out take there his time. flying around. Yeah. Okay, so that's Ted Cruz. Quickly, I wanted to do a, an update on the death penalty stuff that we talked about. Um, Utah firing squads are back hey, in Utah. Good job, they are guys. the backup to lethal injections signed by Governor Gary Herbert. That's the governor of Utah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good guy. Uh, Is he a Mormon? Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Why don't you do a little research on this character? Anyway, so this is if the lethal injection isn't available because they can't get the drugs mm-hmm. or if there's an injunction or whatever, they're going to go to the firing squad. squad. So that's a real thing. And like we talked about, Andy, you were right on. It's They sit the guy down on a wooden chair. They strap him in. There's sandbags around it so the bullets don't bounce around. Oh, that's Five cool. guys stand there. One, One of them bullet. has the, the killer bullet and they shoot for the heart. Told you. Uh, it explodes the heart, and usually they'll die within two minutes. Yep. <laughs> so That's a whole two minutes. No, it's, a lot it's, of not, it's not two minutes. It's if you get shot through the heart, you're fucking dead. You bleed out. It's however oh, okay. quick it takes to bleed out is what actually kills you. Yeah, but those are basically kill shots. You would hope. Unless they miss, which they have. A what if you like hit him in the stu- like the stomach? Yeah, oh, and you just like, Ugh. <laughs> and then what happens? One guy comes over you, stands over you with the pistol, and just puts and just one in your head like well, a fucking mafia. It's like in Reservoir Dogs. It's like, Larry, I'm gonna die. Yeah. You're not gonna die. Stay with me. <laughs> it's gonna hurt, but you're not gonna die. Right. Not today. Uh, anyway, all right. So that, and then in Oklahoma, the. Good old state of Oklahoma. Oh, God, Andy. Yes, he is. Uh, Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh, That's the real crazy one. Yeah. And uh, he was born in American Fork, Utah. Imagine that. And uh, lives in the governor's mansion, obviously. Went to Brigham Young. and Very Mormon college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, Jimmer Fredette. We can never forget that, dude. Who's that? You don't remember that? When BYU made their big playoff push like two years ago, that guy would sink uh, threes from like the half court line oh no huh. and would do he'd get like i forget what his record was it was like 14 in a game or something oh wow really? that's automatic cool. he's in the nba now he plays for the kings he's not that great but he was like the best like a rudy college story because he's just oh, a small white dude from byu just killing shit oh, okay. anyway all right um oklahoma the nitrogen gas chamber is to be used oh, if God. they're not allowed to use lethal injections like we said okay. they can't Get the drug, or if there's injunction, they're going to go to gas chamber. Oh. It was approved eight nothing in their like. Well, they all said panel yes without public debate. And the vote's coming this weekend. I read so whether it's going to be official or not. But they didn't debate it publicly. They unanimously were like, "Yeah, well, whatever. We'll just gas people to death." That's good. wasn't that like the most horrific part of the Holocaust for most people. It was, was well, gassing. It was up there. Yeah, yeah. It was certainly up there. So. Oh, my God. Imagine being on death row knowing you're going to die and then having that hanging over your head. That you're going to die Are they going to give me lethal injection yeah. or is it not going to be, are they not going to have it that day and I get to choke to death? Oh, it's a mess. Oh, you it's get shot. Well, because well, I would no- rather get shot than choked. Are you kidding me? All right. So let's play this game. Gas chamber execution or potentially flawed uh, lethal injection, which is becoming I'm the gonna norm. I'm going to go probably flawed injection. Shoot me. You know what? I think I'm going to probably go flawed injection, too. Because you're probably fucking out of it a little bit, at least. In the you gas think? chamber, you're going to know that you're but dying. Did, oh, the gas chamber is obviously, yeah. if anybody picks that, they're a sociopath. Right. Like, that's insane. Well, I don't know why they can't put, well, they probably are a sociopath if they're on death, death row, yeah, but yeah. Mm. I don't know why they can't put the person to sleep, at least. Like, give them anesthesia, put them out, and then put them in the fucking gas chamber if you're going to. 
Mm. Right? Because at least then... Uh, yeah, but like that... Like, do, you, do you see what we're talking about in 2015 America? This is what we're yeah, discussing. This, yeah. this is what we're, Not yeah. should we even have the death penalty. It's like, what's the best way to kill somebody? What's the least barbaric way yeah. to kill somebody? What's the most barbaric? Put them in a fucking gas chamber. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely up. That's up there with hanging. That's like, up there with no, 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 no. I don't even think it's up there with hanging. I'm putting gas chamber up there with putting somebody in a cage and lighting a, it on fire. A Looney Tunes style, <laughs> like the ISIS video. Yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, strip a fire to the. That was yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. So anyway, so that's that's what's going on in America currently as far as the death penalty is concerned. Good things. Yeah, all good stuff coming out of uh, this country. So, listen, everybody, we're going to end this show extremely strongly with this Levi Pettit apology video, oh, which I, I really wait. enjoyed. These two haven't seen it. I don't think, Evan, you haven't seen it, right? Yeah. Okay, so nobody in the room other than me has seen it. I'm so excited. You should be. It's going to be great. Please stick around for that. You'll enjoy it. Before we get to that, Andy wanted to talk about this whole uh, Slender Man situation. Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal to me, but I just found I found it very interesting because um, I think I heard about this like a couple months ago because it, it took place like a, a while ago. This is over a year old, right? It was like 2014. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's probably like eight months old, the case by now. Anyway, um, I didn't know about Slender... Did you guys know about it? Um, the first time I ever heard about Slender Man was actually from a, uh, an episode of Supernatural. Really? Which was from last year, where they invoked the Slender Man's name. Okay, yeah. So I that was the first time I ever heard of from it was from a WB uh, TV show. Yeah, I never heard about it until this trial. And then I was like, what the hell is this? Exactly. The, I heard about it from this trial, and then I went and- Or the like, case. Whatever. Yeah, the case, and like read about it, and blah, blah, blah. So basically, these two middle school girls, uh, they were both 12 at the time. Mm -hmm. They um, they believe in this fictional character, which I guess started from an internet meme, which yes, I didn't know I think it started okay. on Reddit, I want to say. Yeah, it was like it, yeah, was like manufactured by Reddit. And there is, I forget the guy's name, but there is like a, a person credited to starting it. Oh, okay. And he like makes money off of it. Yeah, like he wrote any a book time too, I like, think. Yeah, yeah, like anytime it's used. And um, anyway, so... Well, and you guys should Google <clears throat> Slenderman because it's fascinating. The, yeah, the, the whole, look of this thing. Oh, and, it, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, look at the Google images and stuff. It's it's great. But um, but anyway, so these girls believed in this fictional character so much that they believed he lived in a mansion in a national park in Wisconsin. Which Which is makes, where they live. That makes okay. sense. Sure. This giant shadowy figure lives in a mansion in the middle of the National Forest in Wisconsin. Sure. <laughs> well, what is his? What is the? Because it's one girl we've kind of talked about is more well into Slenderman than the other. Yes, one, right? but the big thing is that they're both blaming each other now. Yeah, they're both okay. saying the other was more into it. But you know, you never know with that. Right. So anyway, um, yes. Oh, look at this! It's little oh, Joe Harari. What's going on? Hey, Joe. So anyway, I don't even remember what it's I was not armed. About. So we can hear it. It's not yeah, armed. We though. can hear it. It's okay. not armed. Okay. So anyways, these two girls believed in this fictional character named Slenderman, and they lured a, a mutual friend of theirs, a girl they went to school with. They lured her, tricked her into having a sleepover, uh, like took her out into the woods under the guise of I'm sure like we're gonna go, you know, do something, Play, do what whatever, kids yeah. do. Yeah. Ended up stabbing her 19 times. 
uh, left her there to die, basically, and she was able to get out to, like, to get up and run to a highway. I'm sure she, like, played dead, I'm guessing. Right, which well, is a smart move. A smart yeah, move. That's, oh, that's, of course, yeah. that's what you do in that situation. Got up, ran to a highway, and a guy was riding his bike and happened to pass her and find her, thank God, in time, so she survived. But now... You know, they have these two little girls on trial and they're deciding whether or not they're it's not they're both deemed fit for trial. It's now whether it's going to be as adults or juveniles. Right. Which is what we found. That's what we were talking about this week. It's really interesting because the one of the little girls is you read her diary. She's an obviously disturbed kid. She yes. truly believes in this. She thinks Voldemort is a real thing. She, and like, has conversations and with him. And she can talk to him. And, and one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Were, there's still Leo? speculation on which one it is. I, I have a question, though. Yeah, Say, I, guessed, uh, I guess Leonardo. I guess. Like, oh, no, Raphael, because he's aggressive. Exactly. That was my guess. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I'm confused how we get... From two girls who like Slenderman to stabbing the hell out of a, a okay, kid. that's that's part where of the it comes Slenderman in. myth. They thought they were going to become what's called proxies, where is um, they thought if they killed somebody and gave gave a child to Slenderman, they could go live in his mansion with him and like be friends with him. Oh wait, so if you kill someone, which incidentally is how you get to live with the Koch brothers, you have to sacrifice <laughs> yes, a small you have to child. Sacrifice and... A child, and they also believed if they didn't do this, that Slenderman would kill their whole family in quote like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's the thing. Now you're gonna charge these these kids with. In like three seconds. As adults. And kill them in Oklahoma, but not like in three seconds. No, no. It's going to take like three minutes probably. But yeah, the, the, that's the thing. Like we, we've had this conversation about charging kids as adults. Yeah. Obviously, these kids are crazy. So you're, yes. you're saying that a 12-year-old who is insane is not somebody that we're even going to try to remotely medicate or try to rehabilitate in any way. I'm not saying even these kids should get out of jail. It's I think it's more everybody in everybody's head it's whether they deserve that when they committed a premeditated murder at the age of 12. Right. But they yeah. didn't actually kill the girl. It's attempted murder. Okay, but, a premeditated okay. attempted murder. But it in their plans it was a murder. Sure, but if you're insane it doesn't really matter how old you are and especially this is the other thing if you're 12 years old we teach kids until they're eight, nine years old to think that Santa's a real thing. Like we're, we're teaching them to yeah. think That's that things point. that yeah. are definitely point. not real. Uh, God, we teach people that, that to believe yeah. these things. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just burst your bubble? God's real. I'm just kidding. And okay. so Santa, they hang out yeah, together yeah, yeah, with yeah, the Easter yeah, Bunny. They party. Um, but that's my point. They're, they're trying to convince... We teach kids it's okay to believe shit that's not real, a tooth fairy. And when they actually do. Right, and then these kids firmly believe that something that isn't real is real. Sure. It's just... it's uh, The only thing I don't get is that there's a Wikipedia page on Slenderman, <laughs> and oh, it explains go. that it started from an internet meme and that it's made up and that this guy, this man, this real person was credited as creating it. If you're... Okay. When you first learn about something you're into, what's like the first thing you do? Go to Wikipedia. You go research it. You Wikipedia it, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You Google so them and you see what these, happens. So these girls have probably read everything about this character on the internet that there is, and the Wikipedia page is telling them it's not real. Ooh. That's true, but let me ask Ooh. you this. If you're Ted Cruz and you want to believe something or you want other people to believe it, 
there could be all kinds of data out in the world that's saying that the thing that you're saying is false, but you can just ignore that because you want to believe the outcome that you want to believe. Then are you crazy or are you just motivated to kill somebody? Mm. Well, and that's, mm. that's going to be the question. Right. Based on this kid's diary, to me, not a professional, but she seems crazy. Sure. You know, I mean, she's writing all these like murder. And I, shit. No, no, she's no. I'm, and... I'm not saying that that she's not crazy. I was just you gave me that point. So then I right. was giving giving you that. Point. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, that's not a truly fair analogy. It's, no, it's, honestly, it's not. Yeah. We, we were talking more hypothetically than yeah. this specific situation. All right, right. So so we have two girls. They believe in Slender Man. Yes. If they kill the one girl that's giving a child to Slender Man, they can move into his mansion. Yes. Yeah. So why would they run away? Slender Mansion. Slender Mansion, yeah. Which just, like, it sounds like it's just an orgy, I would imagine. Mostly. Yeah. Isn't there something about taking a picture and him appearing or, like, anything? Yeah, there's, like, weird thing it's it's like that like game that you would play in uh or like bloody mary yeah like yeah. that like if did you, you guys ever candy do man that? it's candy man did you it's you candy ever do man if you do this this person appears tony and... todd does appear i swear to god what candy man no he doesn't yeah tony How, todd what do you appears. have to do to get him to appear you say candy man three times go in the, the bathroom and then come back i can't do it now okay you, but you just said he will appear, so why don't you go yeah, in the bathroom he, and just, get candy? Does he just appear, or does he hurt you? Uh, he kills you. Oh. Ah, well, Because yeah, yeah. if he just appeared and was like, ah, I'd be like, I knew it. <laughs> no, no, And then no, that's it, no, and then you get you. to leave Here's some good and plenty in a Milky Way. Like, oh, okay, no, great. Okay, Thanks, great. Candyman. I appreciate <laughs> it. You have a really bad reputation for how nice of a guy you are. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're dressed all in pink and gold. You look adorable. Just, uh, just a quick thing. Tony Todd was the name of the actor who played Candyman. Yeah, nobody. I'm just making shows. Everybody knew that, and nobody cared. Okay. I cared. All Thank right. you. Anyway, so this whole Slenderman thing, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to look at the pictures of Slenderman, like you were saying in the pictures, yeah. yeah. It's funny because they do a really good job online, like promoting this myth, which is well, s- some of them do, and then some of them are just like ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. like see, like like CGI Copy and, and like yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just. The best ones are where there's like kids playing in the front, and, and then in the perspective, in... you can see like, oh, what is that in the back? Oh my god, it's Slenderman. He's it's him. creepy. It's a... Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we'll keep our eye on this, whether these kids should be charged with adults or not. I I don't know. I, I feel like 12, I don't care what you did. You're a kid. Like, that's t- way too young. No, I'll give you that. Like, you know? But they have to be, uh, but I would say at least put them in a mental institution for a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They shouldn't be getting out at 21 or whatever. They're not going no. to juvie, but right. But they're clearly disturbed, but we can give it a shot. Well, it's, and it's not to me... Um, I don't necessarily buy, and I know this is unpopular, buy or believe in the fact that um, because somebody's crazy, then they shouldn't face the same the same penalty as a competent person would. Because uh, to me, they still committed the crime, and and I guess because they're crazy, it wasn't that it wasn't that bad in their mind but like to me they still at the end of the day they still committed that crime and if it's something like that was thought out like this and was like that's to me that's that's kind of still like a premeditated thing like yes they were crazy they were thinking in that frame of mind but it was st- they still wanted to commit violence against somebody and like kill them right and so like th- they knew what that was oh, wait a uh, quick question uh, only one of the guys did the stabbing right Yes, but they're both blaming each other. Yeah, I think they probably both got involved. Like that, we were talking about the, the yeah. one. Both yeah. of them were involved somehow. Yeah. Oh, okay. If one, if your friend's stabbing somebody, like I guess you pick up. You're like I'm here. Yeah, you throw yeah. a little kick in there. I yeah. the to your point, 
like yeah it's premeditated they committed a crime but the crime is based in the reality that sane people have agreed upon to be reality they're yeah, operating but, on but, a different but you don't think those girls i i just can't believe for a second that neither of those girls knew what they were doing was wrong they knew what they were doing was wrong i mean i can believe it i can believe it because so but there's bad parents that don't teach kids anything they're not paying attention to what the kid's doing the kid could be depressed they could be insane and they can easily not know what's what's wrong or real because if they're put it this way say they're looking at slender man as a role model or an inspiration figure yes he says you have to sacrifice kids yeah Okay. okay That's the reality they're choosing to accept. In that context, that's a good thing to do because it's going to benefit them. It's going to help Slender sure, Man, whatever. Sure, 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 sure. In that they believe in this, that's fine. But competency to stand trial is always based on did the person know what they were doing was wrong? And I have to believe yeah, I would that at the end of the day, those girls knew murder was wrong. Maybe. And here's the, here's the other interesting aspect of this. Why do they have to decide before the trial how to try them? Do the trial, see what they have to say, let mm. people determine whether they knew what they were doing or not. And at the end, then you go, the part but of the judgment trial, should be but, adult or not adult. No, that but, they get, the, but they're able to be coached the entire way up into their, up into their trial about how to act. That's fine. And that's in every case. But then you should still be able to, oh, I see what you're saying. So even if they did know, you could say, I didn't know. Yeah. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They know what to say going into it. Right. Okay. That yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Okay. All right. Anyway, so let's keep our eye on the Slender Man thing. We'll see if these kids do get tried as adults. I don't know. Uh, Joe, you got any final wrap-up on that? Or It's beyond crazy to me. I, I just don't get how you get from this guy who pops up to pictures, hey, we killed this girl, and now we got to live with him in a mansion. It just, to me, seems too far out of reality. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole point. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, okay. So here we are. We've arrived at the time that I'm very excited about. This is the Levi Pettit um, apology video that took place. It's like five minutes. It's a great five minutes. And then if we decide we want to keep going, which we probably are going to want to do Mm -hmm. that, there's some questions from the media. Oh, yay. That are really enjoyable. So this is for, if you're not paying attention, this is the guy from SAE that was on the bus doing the, the chant from the frat that he doesn't want black people in the fraternity. We should hang them and all this nonsense. The visual of this thing is terrific. If you just Google Levi Pettit apology video, oh, it, it's up. And what are you going to Instagram it? Yeah. Okay. And he's going to Instagram <laughs> the picture. It's a underscore Lozy on Instagram. He is just flanked by like fifteen black leaders, and it's hilarious oh my to God, look that's at. So funny. All right. So as we continue, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pause it. Obviously, and we'll make some comments, but let's let's delve into this apology video and, and everybody that's still uh, listening. We appreciate it. I think you made the right choice because this is going to be very good. So here we go. This is Levi Pettit apologizing for being a uh, weak-willed little bitch. Also, he makes reference to being a follower and being weak-willed. Oh, nice. I think oh, it's good because great. that's what our episode was called. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Levi Pettit at the podium. Uh, thank you all for being here today. Even though I wish today's meeting ne- meeting was not necessary, I'm deeply appreci- appreciative of everyone here that joined us. Uh, also, thank you to Senator Pimmon for inviting me today. Uh, you're a blessing to me, my mom, and my dad. I can't thank you enough for the way you've embraced me and opened opened my eyes to things I had not seen before. <laughs> oh God. Let me start by saying that I'm sorry. 
deeply sorry. I'm so sorry for all the pain that I've caused, and I want you all to know that directly from me. Although I don't deserve it, I want to ask for your forgiveness. There are no excuses for my behavior. I never thought of myself as a racist. I never considered it a possibility. But the bottom line is that the words that were said in that chant were mean, hateful, and racist. I will be deeply sorry and deeply ashamed of what I've done for the rest of my life. Some have wondered why I haven't spoken out publicly. It's because I wanted to make sure I had my story straight before I uh, you know, yeah, did absolutely. any further damage. It's because I needed a professional speechwriter <laughs> to put this together <laughs> for me. Exactly. Okay. So I could come out. Okay, little Levi, keep, keep going. The truth is, is I've had a mix of pain, shame, sorrow, and fear over the consequences of my actions. I did not want to apologize to the press or to the whole country first until I came here to apologize to the community most directly impacted. So oh, I decided that good. it would be best. And you like that? Yeah. You like that? a nice touch? It's a great touch. keeps going. I, there's a couple of things that he says where I'm just, I, I take umbrage to some of the stuff he says. Why couldn't he at least practiced it like once or twice? Well, it's interesting because he seems disinterested it's the whole time. Painful. And it's very just like, hi, ma. And then at the end. He's just reading a teleprompter. At line. the end, it gets the whole thing. And you're like, all right, he did. He, he did he it. He went through the motions. He gets to the end and they keep asking questions. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. And he just like walks <laughs> on the stage. And it's like really like, it, to me, it undoes what he was trying to say. But l- l- we'll get there. Okay. So that the student leaders that we got a, the opportunity to meet with today were back from spring break. I think the best way to express what? the tr- he was way he didn't want to apologize until like the the black leaders at the school were back from spring break they weren't there so he wanted to meet with them and make sure everything was cool okay okay truth about who who I am and what I feel is to read you all a letter that I wrote to President Boren a few days after the bus ride okay all right ironically he was in the back of the bus <laughs> oh. dear President oh. Boren I would like to express my deepest sorrow and regret for my behavior last weekend on the bus. I'm so sorry for what I've done, who I've hey, hurt. Uh, pause for a second. It's sure, a, Joe. It's a speech in a speech. Oh, it is. You're it right. is. It's like Inception. The Inception of impo- Apologies. <laughs> okay, go and ahead. Re- have you been writing titles down, you son of a bitch? Yes, I have. Okay. Percussions that I've brought to the university that I love. I'm incredibly ashamed of myself and would beg your forgiveness, as well as the forgiveness of everyone I've hurt with the words that have come from my mouth. Mm. It may take me a lifetime to earn it, let alone deserve it, but I'm committed to trying. I would do absolutely anything to take it back if I could. Yeah, you You're would. Damn right, you <laughs> yeah, would. goddamn right, you would. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be. Ah, whatever. He's gonna yeah. be that kid in job interviews for the rest. of Absolutely, his life. you'd be watching chicks wrestling KY jelly right now if you just shut your stupid mouth. Yeah. To hear the words that I'm a racist or a bigot may seem logical after seeing my face and hearing me participate in a mindlessly sickening chant. However, what you and others saw in that video. It's not who I really am. It's not who I was raised to be and not who I think of myself to be. Interestingly, that's why we called him a uh, idiot follower, weak-willed little bitch. Because yep. if it's not you, then you're just a groupthink little baby that shouldn't have been yep. involved. All the good that I've done in my life by helping bring people together has been erased by a six-second video. What? Well, it's a lot longer than six seconds. No, well, who did he help bring together his whole life? What is he talking about? All the, pe- all the good I've done in my life. 
Yeah, that's what, a good point. What, what did you good do? Have you done? What, what happened? He got arrested for DUI when he was 17. He did, he did community service. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. I spoon fed some homeless people on it's Thanksgiving. It's the same way we all put it on our resume and act like we were doing something good when it was court ordered. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I Andy, tell him the hard truth. Not me. Not me. No, I've no, Andy's the sand. Carry this burden forever. Yeah, you will. It was a tragic failure with far reaching consequences. And I am extremely disappointed in the weakness I demonstrated by engaging in activities that were so hurtful to others. Okay. I see how my choice is affecting those who have been impacted by my thoughtless decision to participate in this chant. There are many things I will need to do over time to regain the trust of my friends and family. No, no, your friends and family don't care because that's why you were able to do it so easily. Yeah. Mm. They don't give a shit. No. And the public at large. I'm thoroughly devastated that my actions have resulted in the loss of my beloved college community, mm-hmm. and I will feel the pain of it for the rest of my life. Hopefully. I understand completely why I have lost this privilege. However, I do want very much to find some positive outcome from this awful situation and to move forward with my life and attempt to make it right and make, a, make amends to the degree that I am able. If there is anything at all I can salvage from my mistake, I would hope it could include arming myself with the tools to move forward with my life and maybe even somehow help prevent this sort of thing from happening again elsewhere. <laughs> okay, so yeah, guys, that's don't what he's going to do for the rest of his this life. Guy's he's going to sp- be a motivational speaker. speaker. He's going to spend yeah. the rest of his life frat busting. He's yeah. going to go around <laughs> yeah. and break apart frats across America. That's his new job. <laughs> with deep apologies, Levi Pettit. All right, that was the letter. Now he's back to real life here. Okay. The words in that letter are all heartfelt words. And they I thank sound President heartfelt. Bourne for accepting my apology. Yesterday, I was humbled by the fact that I had a chance to meet face to face with members of the football leadership team. <laughs> which is so, <laughs> which is so funny because that's what? your the football leadership team because that's exactly what you joked about. We were like, it's five percent. What's the football leadership team? I guess there the, is no football. I team. guess the quarterback. Like he talked to him and was like, sorry, I shouldn't have said the N word. I I don't know. I mean, I guess there's like a a group of like captains or whatever on the football team that I guess he had to meet up with because like you joked, but it's apparently true. Those are the black people at OSU. Really? Who is that person who sent in that uh, complaint letter? I didn't no name on that uh, letter, but Mm. but yeah, I mean, Andy, good, good point. Watch this episode. You made a very insightful point and a a funny joke. I thought, yeah. They accepted my apology, and together we discuss steps that we can g- use moving forward to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Okay. <laughs> Over the past week or so, I've met with a number of pastors and leaders in, in the community to seek understanding of the meaning behind the words that I spoke on that bus. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, he keeps going to that point, and then we'll get into it, because it's ridiculous. Like, oh, I didn't know that that was a bad word. Meeting with a few people does not change what I did, but it has begun to change me in my understanding of those hateful words. Okay. With no question, my words on that bus were disgusting, and these words should never be repeated under any circumstance. Unless, like, it's a Nas album, then it's okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Nas is I'm also cool upset and embarrassed that I failed to stand up as a leader and stop this chant. Right. Again, wow. as a leader. Why is he a leader? What do you mean? He said, "I, I he wasn't didn't a leader. Stand he wasn't. He a, was a follower." He's saying. Oh, I thought he said I didn't no, no, stand up I, as a leader. I failed to, stop. to stand up at like be a leader on the bus and be like, "Let's not do this chant again." Oh, so oh, okay. So he was he went from doing it mindlessly, partaking in it to 
having a moral stance against it and maybe just not doing it to standing up against exactly. it. Exactly. Okay, great. I now have a, have a clear understanding of what lives behind the words. From this point forward, I will be the leader that I should have been on that bus and stand up against racism in any form. Okay. Now, before I take a couple of your questions, let me just say this. Which clearly we're in for the questions, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) All the apologies in the world won't change what I've done. So I will spend the rest of my life trying to be the person who heals and brings people of all races together. Okay. That is what I hope. This guy's Captain Planet now. Well, I mean, it takes a a while for a lot of college kids to... You know, figure out what they want to do in life. Listen, Maybe this was a bit this, of serendipity. Listen, That's if true. he spins this, he could be a politician. Ugh. He Probably. Could, yeah. He's bringing people together. I know. He's making change. Wait, he says something stupid in a minute or like ridiculous that I was just like, ugh, what are you saying? The whole thing is ridiculous. First of all, is stupid and ridiculous. Is this necessary? Like, is it really necessary for these black leaders and whatever America to watch this this dummy apologize for this? You know what? I happened. think it is. Just because it's fun to watch. Just because it's fun. Humiliating This should be part of the penalty of what he has to do. The, yes. the football team should have been holding him up by his underwear while he was giving this speech. And Prey comes out of this. Thank you. Oh my God. This is uh, it's a frenzy. Uh, the people that I've met with have opened my eyes to things that I had not been exposed to uh, leading up to this event. Uh, these stories and uh, lessons and insight that they've shared with me is stuff that uh, I will carry with me for the rest of my life and use as tools to live a life that refutes any type of racist act from ever happening again. Levi Pettit. Uh, on record, <laughs> he is going to try to stop racism entirely, forever. That's what he's going to do. Any incident ever, <laughs> ever, he is going to try and stop it. <laughs> he's just, just going to so you guys up. know. He will be there. <laughs> yeah. The the White Avenger is going to come in and stop racism from ever happening. All right. <laughs> Tell us how it is that you learned. What did you learn the song? What did you learn the chant? Oh, where did you learn the chant? Do you think he answers this question? Nope. He didn't hear it. Uh, I'm not here today to talk about where I learned the chant or how nice. it was Good response. I'm here to apologize for what I did. Because not apologize the truth, for the, the chant. Tr- apologize for what he did getting caught. Right. Get a guy. I'm really sorry to everybody at my frat for ruining this fun song yeah. that we used to sing before we get hammered. <laughs> yeah. uh, the truth uh, is that what was said in that chant is disgusting. And it should never. And after meeting with these people and these people. Oh, what the, he did whoa, it. Whoa. What? <laughs> oh, these people. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, I, I love when he said these people. <laughs> and pointed. And pointed. Oh, it makes me so happy. Wait, can you rewind it? I just want to see any of their faces if they yeah. reacted. To yes. It. For what I did. Because the truth the truth is that what was said in that chain is disgusting. And it should never and after meeting with these people and everybody else I've met with. They thought about it. <laughs> they, they thought about it. They thought about it. They were like, we're letting it go. Just let it play. Just let it go. Yeah. Dude, what if one of them grabbed the mic? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's gonna have to apologize tomorrow. I'm sorry for the <laughs> saying the these comment. people in my apology. <laughs> uh, it's so uh, never mind. All right. Learn that these words should never be repeated, joked about, or ever used in any form ever again. 
and uh, these are lessons that I'm going to carry with me for the rest of my life. But what about in the context of history where they were said freely and it's just part of the story? So we should please. So this guy's in favor of censoring uh, Huck Finn. It's very funny you made that reference because when he was apologizing, saying I didn't know the impact of the word, I was gonna say we've all we all read Huckleberry Finn yeah. in fourth grade. It's it's madness. First of all, you think this you kid, can't? Yeah, this yeah. kid doesn't listen to rap albums. This kid's never heard uh, uh, anything mentioned in history classes. Nothing where you can you can't glean the the. He's never watched a movie. He can't figure out where the impact of the n-word comes from like oh, why mean, that's a thing or he's never been in a social situation and understood that you can't say that word right like that's clear, clearly and maybe that's the fun of the chant to begin exactly with exactly right can you tell us uh, was it that you just didn't understand how bad those words were or simply chose to ignore that good question uh, nice. i think i knew they were wrong but i did I never knew how or why they were wrong. And the people that I've met with, like Senator Pittman and all these leaders behind me, have uh, opened my eyes to really put meaning behind those words and the impact that people have when those words are said. Yes, yeah, sure. right. Um, if, you know, you get caught doing this and time is past right you got a speech right are you going through all the motions you're doing everything you possibly could don't you think they should have practiced some of the questions and the way he was going to answer them no they don't know what they're gonna ask i mean they definitely yeah, i bet do. they ran through like a good amount of questions they are directing where the questions are coming from yeah but, but he seems to be having too much trouble though well he's not i mean in his to Wait, his defense I'm sorry, he is having too much trouble. Yeah, Joey's saying he's yeah. having a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I So it's a fence. I mean, he's a he is a young kid. He's not fucking trained to do this no, type of shit. True. So it's like, all right, and, I'll give him a break there. But you know. And to be fair, he does not seem like that smart of a kid. No, like no. he seems like he's just a, a guy, a frat kid. Yeah. Not well. You sure you want to put that out there? All mm, right. Maybe. Uh oh. Okay. Uh oh. We don't want to alienate the TFM crowd. I love you guys. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Cheers. I gave you tears with NBC News. It obviously can't be easy for you to get in front of all these cameras. But a lot of people around the country were hurt, not just by those awful words and the fact that they were said, but how they were said. It was laughter on that bus. What were you thinking? This, this is, I'm, I, I was wondering when this was going to come up because I remember watching it and I was like, people around the country, let's be honest, are not, were not hurt by these words. Okay, I don't think the black community is fragile enough that when they hear, uh, unsurprisingly, a all-white fraternity throw words like that around, I don't think people are surprised and, like, stung to their core by that. It's probably annoying, and you probably go, what a little asshole, and, like, this is a, an issue, and I wish it wasn't happening. But I don't think the black community writ large is, like, hurt by this. The country was not damaged by no. this. It's just a reminder of, like, yeah, that's still on. happening, and that there's a reason why it's happening. I completely you know? agree. Yeah, I don't think anybody was like shocked, but it's just like, oh, that that sucks. Yeah. I really uh, wish that still wasn't the case, but yeah, but who yeah. That, that 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 hurts less, I think, than like when uh, you know Eric Garner gets choked to death. That, right. And that's, to me, it's almost hurts. a little not belittling, but whatever. Like it kind of like it. It's like I, if I was a black person, I'd be like, no, man, like we're not that fragile. We've been through much worse shit. Of course. Like, right. the, yeah, that kid's a fuck. Again, like I said, a fucking moron. But like, 
whatever. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like, just another. It's just, just a like reminder, make sure. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're not hurt by it. They didn't no. like go around like, oh, I can't go to work today. Yeah. I'm, I'm upset about this. Yeah, it's horrible. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm not here to talk about. And what yes, I'm... it's white guys guessing how black people feel. Yeah. All right. What do you want me to do? But yeah. Happened on the bus. Uh, all everyone here and across the nation has seen what I've done. Uh, I'm here to apologize for what I did because these, this is something that I've learned is disgusting and should never happen. Oh, the dude behind him just pats him on the shoulder, <laughs> really sweet. And it's it's like he's reassuring him, or he's like, "I'm gonna kick the shit out of you because yeah. this didn't go right." Again, in any form, and uh, this one is more, one more this Levi, is Levi, something. Levi, 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 that guy's so pleased. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. In real terms, what is your plan forward Uh, just in everyday, day-to-day life, uh, if I ever it, see racism in any form, whether it's in a public or private setting, uh, I believe I now have the courage and the uh, the meaning behind those words to stand up and uh, refute that kind of behavior. And I'm looking forward to working with Senator Pittman. Uh, and maybe even speaking, I don't... <laughs> you nailed it. This kid's going to have a job going yeah. around being a public speaker. speaker. You nailed it. He he got a job because of this. Yeah. Amazing. Got a job. Probably got a, got a pretty well-paying job. Yeah, he's going to yes. be fine. He's going yeah. to go around to colleges, to different fraternities, once a month or whatever. And mm-hmm. He's just going to travel the country and be like, listen, guys, I know you want to say it, but apparently they don't want to hear it. And by they... I mean the blacks. And then everybody sitting there is going to be like, yeah, we know that. Dude. Yeah, we got it, buddy. Yeah, just don't, just try not to get you, filmed next yeah. time. Yeah, you blew it for all Yeah, like you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. We all knew this. <laughs> Stunning. No, what else that holds, but uh, I'm really looking forward for the opportunity if it ever arises. Wait for Levi, it. Uh, say, I'm, I'm done. Thank Levi. you, guys. To the people who talk. Uh-huh. And, then, uh, and then off little Levi Petta goes to his... Uh, to his next his public future. speaker. Yeah. So... I, lo- I loved that video. That was fun to watch, right? Yeah, that so, was amazing. The apology shit, like we did with the Juliana Rancic thing, it's like, that is not fucking necessary. We get it. Of course you're sorry now. There, of course you're going to apologize because your life is, is ruined. Shot. Yeah. Maybe, but not for this kid. No, no, of course, right. But, yeah, uh, but like, until he uh, does uh, this. You know what? I actually ho- I hope he doesn't get any. G- I mean, obviously, everybody hopes he's not going to get any gigs from this and that he has to go live like a normal life and he has to be that kid in a job interview when they're like, oh, I recognize this name. Where do I know you from? <laughs> no. Yeah, or he's going to do that and they're going to be like, wink, wink, like, it's cool, buddy. Like, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> because that's the nature of of why you would be involved in a fraternity to begin with or be involved in some no, kind of like group. No, but I group. mean, when this kid's going to get a job, like hopefully the the HR person is decent enough to when they go to do their research on this kid that they Google his name or whatever and the first thing that comes up or the first hundred things that come up are all these different articles about how the kids, you know, did what he did. Yeah, un- but this is what I'm saying. Unless the guy that, that, that reaches out to him or alumni goes and finds him from the frat oh, sure, and they're like, yeah. we'll help you out. Like, yeah. we, it's too bad that that happened to you. Yeah. FYI, we're the ones that created that song. You like it, right? It's catchy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? Like, that's a possibility. So um, this was fun. I I was really glad Evan uh, uh, texted me yesterday. He's like, hey, did you see that the uh, SAE kid's going to apologize at five? Yeah. And I was like, no, but I love you. Thank you. That's going on the show tomorrow. That was a great for sure. fine. Thank you. Yeah, it's terrific. Um, 
I like when we do that. I, I like the little longer form clips that we got. We can kind of get into them. So hopefully yeah. some other dummies will say some stupid shit and we can talk about them. I mean, that's what our show's made up of. So I'm <laughs> sure it'll happen again. Just keep it coming, buddy. Between the, the Republican primaries and uh, racism in America, this show's set for decades. Yeah. Well, yeah. and just, yeah, the fact that we have the election coming up, it's like SNL over here. We're going to be good for a while. Oh, absolutely. You know, I was thinking, actually, I don't know how possible it, it would be, but Maybe when they start doing the debates, maybe we come in here, we do a live, we'll, we'll do commentary on the debates. That might be kind of oh, fun. That'd be sure. A couple of them. Yeah, that could be really great. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, so I, this is a good show. I was excited. I think it uh, it met my expectations, so I'm really happy about it. I thought it was great. Joey, was awesome. you, you felt good about it? Okay. Yes, I did. Uh, everyone that is listening, we love you. Thank you for joining us. We uh, appreciate that people are subscribing on SoundCloud. I ask you to do it. Uh, humbly and sweetly and you obliged my uh, request to to subscribe please do that again continue to subscribe on SoundCloud Uh, we love the comments that we get on there Uh, share it you guys can repost it on SoundCloud if you have an account throw it on Facebook see if some of your friends are interested if they want to argue with you about it if they want to argue with us they can Mm. email us at mandatorysampson at gmail.com you can uh, today we didn't live stream because again Time Warner Cable is a bag of uh, but what did we see today uh we we saw a little comeuppance for time warner cable the time warner truck pulled up i think when you were standing outside yeah i was uh me and joe uh harari were outside having a cigarette today the time warner cable truck pulls up and meanwhile the internet's been out all day we had a couple big shows that we had to do we couldn't live stream those either and so we're outside having a cigarette the time warner cable car pulls up joe says hey our whole our internet's down in the whole block the guy laughs, and that the Time Warner Cable employee laughs and then walks into the building next to ours, I'm guessing, because it's a residential building. Yeah. They'll go help them first. Two seconds later, a cop pulls up and starts writing a ticket to the Time Warner Cable truck. So that we were happy about. John Fattygate, our, uh, our guy here, uh, is in Mexico. I sent him that picture. He just got back to me. He's in Mexico safely, and he was delighted to see that. <laughs> He's very happy, yes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, fuck you, Time Warner. Yeah, fuck Verizon you. Fios, anybody out there, if you're oh, listening, God. hook us up. Set us up. We need better stable internet here. It's we do. Ridiculous. Please help us. Uh, but anyway, so the... Long way to get around to it. We didn't live stream today, but full episodes will be up on dailymotion.com slash standup New York Labs. Just search for the Mandatory Samson podcast. You can find it. Uh, subscribe to Stand Up New York Labs, and you can find the live link, uh, the live stream link in there. And typically we'll be recording uh, at four o'clock on Thursdays. Yep. You guys could check that out. Uh, also, you can find us on Twitter. And I love uh, the followers I get on Twitter. I, I really do enjoy it. It's great. It's been great. Uh, it's at Man Samp. If you would like to talk to this guy, if you want to talk to this uh, w- guy over here, what, what's your Twitter, Joe? Joey from Josie with a Z. Okay, say mine for me. Yeah, uh, the the beauty sitting across from me. You can get in touch with him. It's at a underscore Lozi L O Z Z I. I need to get a Z in my Twitter name. Yeah, you could do it. Man Sam's. Man Sam's. You can also Snapchat me uh, at Man Sam. I love it. I look at people's, uh, you know, their Snapchat stories. I don't really Snapchat, but I like looking at everybody else's life, see what everybody's up to. So that's really fun. Uh, That's at Man Sam. Joe, you're on Snapchat. Yes. Okay. Joey from Josie with his. Very good. Uh, Once again, soundcloud.com slash mandatory Samson. Subscribe, listen to all the other episodes. Oh, my God. Do we have a song at the end of this episode? Yes. Okay, so stick around for that. Uh, Andy's going to pick it. I don't know how we're going to get it on here because we can't uh, download it, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Don't it has you worry. To be, what does it have to be from? 
to pimp a butterfly? Is that what we're going to talk? Yeah, can I just say that? I know just it's say, like I got to go downstairs, but yeah, just talk. Just say it quick. Uh, extremely cliche. To pimp a butterfly is fucking terrific. The new Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. album. Yeah, excellent. One of the it's an instant classic. You guys need to listen to to pimp a butterfly. I was afraid to play it because I thought my laptop was just going to catch on fire the second the music <laughs> started. Out Absolutely, of it. Like, yes. Uh, crazy it really am great and yeah we'll pick a song from that yep. it almost doesn't doesn't do it it doesn't do it justice no unless we, you listen to the album i wish through, we but. could just play the whole album at the yeah. end of the show but we'll give you a little uh a little taste of that album yep. all right thank you so much for listening we love doing the show we're going to continue doing the show we love the support please continue to support us because it's a symbiotic relationship we will talk to all of you next thursday yeah!